The African Union Executive Council is currently convening uh, for a retreat in Kigali in Rwanda to discuss the second decade of Agenda 2063. And I'm currently joined here by uh, Ambassador Josepha Sako, the AU Commissioner for Agriculture, Rural Development, Blue Economy and Sustainable Environment to discuss just a few issues relating to uh, the work that they are doing at the AU. Good day, Ambassador. Welcome to Ubuntu Radio. Good day and thank you for inviting me and giving me the chance to, ch to share with you our experience of the implementation of the first uh, destiny of uh, Agenda 2063. We are here, we gathered here to see uh, what, uh, what progress we made on the implementation of the first uh, decade uh, 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 implementation agenda 2060 of the agenda 2063 and elaborate a new the second uh, decade uh, implementation uh, for the agenda 2063 uh, the discussions here are very very important because uh, we are talking about the future of this continent we are talking about us let us start taking our own responsibility and organize ourselves and not give an image that we cannot do it. So this type of determination, we are following it very, very, very strictly since, you know, since the, uh, 2020 when there was a pandemic. At times when there are crises, it's our opportunity to change the narrative. And I believe this is really a change of narrative. About uh, roughly one month ago, we were in Nairobi for the climate uh, summit, African climate summit. And we did the same exercise. We call ourselves and we gathered. I think uh, those are very important. Instead of us just to go traveling to Europe everywhere, where we are not even considered, uh, and our agenda is not even table. Uh, so that's why I commend, I commend uh, this, uh, uh, this exercise, this retreat with the council, the executive council, because they are the ones that decide. So it's very important for them to hear, to guide us before we can embark to another uh, section. At least we will get all the direction from uh, from uh, from uh, this uh, council, uh, executive council meeting, which is an organ of African Union. So we will get all the di direction, all the orientation, whatever we will do. It will be demand-driven. It will be our own member states demanded because we are just a secretariat, and we serve to you know to give uh, you know to look at what can we do in all these uh, ten years action plan in the agenda, the the aspiration, the seven aspiration of agenda 2063. Uh, that is why it's important this gathering, and also. Uh, now we have to look at what were the challenges of the first decade and what can we improve on the second uh, decade. So we, are the, uh, we have a committee, we set a committee at the African Union committee, uh, Commission, we set a committee and we're working with our NEPAD, which is our executive agency. Because uh, people think that we don't have agencies, we have agencies, is to make sure that those existing agencies are capacitated, build capacity, 
of our own agency because those agencies have the value of being pan-African agencies. Because Agenda 2063, if you are not a pan-African, don't come you know, and enter this agenda because it doesn't concern you. It concerns we Africa. When we say pan-Africanism, it's not a rhetoric. It is a, a behavior. You know, We need to love our own continent. Like the Europeans, they love their own continent. European Union is really a strong organization. So we are even stronger than the European Union because all the 55 member countries are members of African Union, unlike other regional organizations. That is the, our strength. And this is a moment for us after COVID-19 pandemic and following by, uh, by uh, the Russia and the Ukraine who taught us a lot on how to change narrative and how to take care of our continent with all these potentials that we have. That is why I believe that this time, we Africans, we don't want to play anymore because this depends on the future of our continent and the future generation that we are living. So we have to live really a conducive environment for our children by doing this uh, second, uh, second agenda. So what are the, the, what are the core uh, challenges? First of all, there is a need of alignment. Alignment, because we, are can, we cannot say that we are not part of Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030 is a global agenda. So we need to align all these agenda so that we have synergy and we do not spend you know, financial uh, uh, finance on the same program you know, on the same program on our continent. So because we have our Agenda 2063, our Agenda 2063 is really con uh, uh, context, contextualized to our continent, to the demand of our continent. Because the poorest are here, the, the, the acute anger is here, all these issues, uh, the, the unemployment, it's here. The problem of uh, sanitary problem, health, access to school, are all here. That's why Agenda 2063 covers all these details. But Agenda 2030 is specific, is a global agenda. Of course, they say like ending anger by 2030. We are saying the same thing, we are aligned, but we say, okay, our, ne our needs are more urgent so we say ending anger at 2025. So now we see, did we really reach that goal in the, the, first, uh, the first decade? So if we didn't, what can we do to improve on the second decade? Those are the type of exercise we're here. We are here to appropriate, appropriation of Agenda 26. And we are really talking with, with a lot of passion because something has to be done. You have the tool and you don't implement what is wrong. And what is wrong is in our mindset. We need to remove this complex that is uh, our partners that have to come and do things for us. We are not saying we don't need the partners, but we have enough resources to organize ourselves, to create a better, you know, a better financing, you know, financing mechanism, you know, innovative financing mechanism to fund our own priority on the continent. You cannot tell a partner to come and fund eh, the issues of food security. Hmm? They will give you two million, three million, ten million. Is it enough for the mm -hmm. continent? Mm -hmm. 
Is it really, you know, when you look at it, is it impactful to our community, our population, our children? It is not. So those ones should be a responsibility, entire responsibility of Africa. Let's feed our children. Let's put our children to school education programs. That's why next year, the team of African Union, uh, 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 the African Union will be education. Let's create conducive conditions of school, access to school, good curricula, so that we can start investing on human capital. Health, do we have appropriate uh, 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 hospitals for our populations? Some African countries, it's even sad when you see a woman just give birth and they put her with the baby in the corridor, lack of bread. Those are the transformation we want in Agenda 20. If our partners, they want to do it with us, we are very happy. But at that dimension, not a micro, micro dimension. So I think this is one is important. I'm talking about alignment. Let us align all these programs together and go travel hand by hand. We have, we are, we've been doing it in my department with AFO. We align our yearly uh, action plan program and then we go hand by hand with AFO. That is my strategic partners, and we are getting a lot of support, and we are working very well with uh, FAO. The second is uh, the domestication. Our member states, majority of them, they don't domesticate the Agenda 2063 in their national de development programs. Mm -hmm. And we are really making a call here with the ministers present that for the second one, we need to really have some strategy, proper strategy, in order to domesticate, uh, support our member states in the domestication of their, their, their national development program. It's very important. Because when we start monitoring and evaluation and reporting on progress or track the progress, you know, we have the same indicators. We are aligned. So the data, the statistics that we collect is the same. In, in terms of nutrition, in terms of poverty, in terms of tripling. Now I'm really concentrating on what I do as a commissioner for agriculture. So all these my lab declaration. So this one is very important. There is also a need to popularize. Yesterday I was in the panel. One of the, the core uh, issues I say is to popularize Agenda 2063. There are a lot of our, 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 our citizens they don't know even what is Agenda 2063. Mm -hmm. So at the national level, they should have programs in the radio, television, to discuss about debate, you know? Civil society, politicians, even, you know, like when we are campaigning this uh, political party. There should be a debate, how do you think, you know, you can advance your, your program with uh, aligning with the Agenda 2063? Because Agenda 2063 is very complete, and that is the framework that we need to drive if we, want, we all want to do the same, you know, to go and att attend all these objectives. So this one is very important for us to popularize. Some of them, they don't even know the children. They don't know our, uh, 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 the African Union anthem. So it is important to popularize it. And even to this panel, the same issue of communication. And thank you. Through communication, we can you know, say what we are saying. So we need to get closer, you know, engage ourselves, reach 
the communication in order for us to really, you know, say, okay, we have finished the first, like this exercise I'm doing, I'm giving information, we have finished the first uh, um, 10 years uh, implementation plan, and let us go to the second, and then we are already popularizing it by this interview that I'm giving to you. And the last one is uh, to, you know, some, uh, some member states are saying to establish a structure in the African Union, a structure to be responsible of just implementing Agenda 2063, a structure, a unit. We have six departments. One of the departments, like the Department of uh, Economic Affairs, we should have just one division just to implement it. We don't want, to, we don't want new, new structure to come from outside. We have enough structures, eh? and uh, we need to use the ones we have and uh, strengthen the capacity, to strengthen the capacity of our regs and to strengthen the capacity of our neighbors and to strengthen the capacity of our uh, member states. I think that is the structure that we want to come out from here. Africa is so much dependent on foreign countries for exporting food into our own continent. How, in your view, do you think we, we, we can deal with this and try to localize the, the production of food in our own land because we do have the land? Uh, thank you for this pertinent question. Uh, which, uh, uh, like I said, at times when we have uh, a challenge or a crisis, you know, is an opportunity for you to change. We at the department, even before COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic, in 2018, we brought up, we brought up an initiative, because it is not normal that a country, a continent like us, we depend on 45 to 50 billion dollars on exports. When we have 60% of an uncultivated arable land, 45% of our population are young, and the aquatic resources that we have on the continent cannot allow us to be importing and giving market to other regions instead of us creating jobs for our youth. I keep on saying that when I have the opportunity to be on, uh, through your, your, your antennas to say that. You know, we cannot allow our youth, you know, which is the human capital, to go and die in the Mediterranean. Mosley's mother is really very harsh. If you go to, to uh, FAO, you will see there is a status of one statue of one small boy that was coming from Algeria or I think Tunisia. They was crossing and that boy that died. So there is a big monument there. You know, when you see it as a mother, you will cry. Because that child died because of lack of food or facility. So they were crossing and the boy just died. So this type of uh, scenario, we should not give it to our communities. Because this continent is rich. Let us have, you know, improve the livelihoods, you know, of our community, of our citizens. This is agenda 2020, uh, aspirations or part of our agenda uh, uh, 2063, the Africa we want. We want really a betterment, a good life. We want a good middle, most of the country to be middle income. We can do it because we have the potential. We have to unlock the potential and go for that. So that's why, to answer your question, at the African Union Commission, we have the initiative of the African Common, uh, 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 common African Agropark uh, uh, initiative or process. This one we're thinking, we don't have at the agriculture sector or food security or food sovereignty, food reserve. 
We saw during COVID-19, we saw during COVID-19, most of the countries that are dependent on exports of uh, uh, imports of rice, where they went to the, the traditional market, the Asia market, they banned their exports because they wanted to have food reserve during the COVID-19, and COVID-19 stayed for more than two years, that, that crisis. So they, we didn't have access to go and buy. So that is a lesson. What can we do? It reinforce our 2018 uh, already initiative or vision to start this question you said, each region. So this program is there. We have presented the program to our, our STC, which is the Specialized Technical Committee, who endorsed it and told us to go further with more studies hmm, to study the operationalization you know, of this program. So just in brief to tell you, this program we support to, uh, you know, to have the agro-parks you know, or agro-zone, industrial zone, in each region of us. And those ones, we will select some commodities which have the, the eco, ecologic advantages on certain commodities. Like, for instance, when you take the northern region of Africa, in terms of fruits and vegetables, they are very, very good on that. They produce a lot. They even export it to uh, the European market. So those, that one could be the hub of this product. We are not saying that they cannot export under the IFCFTA, our free trade area uh, uh, agreement zone, you know, which is the biggest in the world because uh, it has a capacity of consumers of 1.4 billion people today, and we are tending to go to 2.5 billion in 2050. So those are the type of statistics that will drive us to say that, of course, if we really implement, there is, is a sustainable program. So we want, of course, there are tariffs, there are standards, this thing. We have a secretariat. We created the, the secretariat of IFCFTA that is working on that, is working on those uh, trading uh, requirements, you know, quality, this, this, this. And we also have uh, the issues of uh, infrastructure. There are a lot to do, but the initiative is already on board is stable. So this initiative, like uh, when you look at the West Africa, they consume a lot of rice. Let them produce rice and be the herb of uh, rice. We have the Central Africa, cassava, and we, we are looking at the, the, the also their staple food, cassava. Cassava, let them be the herb of uh, 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 making cassava. East Africa, uh, cereals. Let uh, East Africa be the herb of cereals. Southern Africa, livestock. Let this zone is the ecological zone that we are taking you know, advantage of it. So this one is already there. We have a steering committee. We have a lot of partners that have joined us. We are working with uh, our sister uh, department, the Department of Economic and uh, uh, Trade and uh, uh, Energy and uh, no, Trade Industrialization and uh, Minerals. So this one and us, we are working on that. And we have our NEPAD that is part of the steering committee. We have the ADB. We have the Afrexin Bank that is really helping us a lot. With this. We have a secretariat also for the CAP that is uh, based in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Accra. So to say that we, if we implement that one, we are solving the problem you're saying. So we will trade because in the Malabo Declaration or CADEP flagship program, commitment number five is to triple 
the inter-African trade by 2030 to create job opportunity for our youth. Let's talk about the upcoming Fertilizer and Soil Health Summit. Uh, what can we look forward to? Uh, as you know that fertilizer is one of the core inputs for, agri uh, for agricultural production and productivity. So you, you cannot, you cannot uh, go into agriculture without fertilizer. But uh, we added soil because today you just don't put, uh, like uh, if you, you have headache, they give you aspirin. With uh, your, 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 your diagnosis, aspirin or another product. So that's why we brought the soil, because it is in the soil that we want to inject the fertilizer. So let us do the soil health, because if the soil is healthy, we human beings, we can talk, we say we have a headache, but the soil doesn't talk. If the, the, the soil is healthy, you don't need fertilizer, or you need, if it has some deficiency in terms of nutrients, so you can take, you know, what type of, is it phosphorus, nitrogen, you know, I, we, we know, we have to really go through the menu. What is the menu of that, that uh, 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 space that we want to, to produce? That is the essence of this edition, because this is the second time we are organizing a fertilizer summit. The first ever was in 2006 in Abuja. We call it the Declaration Abuja, Abuja 1. And that was about access to fertilizer and to increase eh, the use of fertilizer to 50 kg per hectare. Because Africa is the only uh, region that is not on track in terms of uh, use of fertilizer to boost productivity. So that is why we said, okay, let us, you know, uh, see uh, if uh, by 2030 we can have our continent be have access of using 50 kg per hectare, which is slow, low comparing to other regions. But even though after all this year, 2026 up to now. What are, the problem is always that the tools, the frameworks we have, what are the progress? Have we gone anywhere from our own uh, uh, evaluation, monitoring, monitoring the, the, this, this uh, declaration, uh, Abuja declaration? We are not on track. Our medium used today in Africa is 80 kg per hectare. That is why we want to reinforce that one, Abuja. To have another vision, we have already elaborated our declaration. Once again, this declaration is demand-driven because we have shared it with our member states. Our member states have given contribution, and we, have, we are discussing it even in, at the African Union, our permanent representative. They want to have the final version before next year, from the 5th to 7th in, in Nairobi. We approve, we submit it to our head of state to approve. That is the procedure, and everything is going to is going okay. We commend uh, the, the Republic of Kenya again to uh, accept to host this important uh, uh, this important uh, summit, and we want really a participation of our farmers association, women. You know, we really want you know uh, people to join us in this gathering so that we can have really a very very successful fertilizer uh, summit the way we had with the African Climate uh, Summit in Nairobi. 
Earlier on, you indicated that we need to really step up to the plate in terms of popularizing the issues of Agenda 2063 to make sure that every community member is aware of what is this all about and the role that they can play in making sure that we achieve the goals that we have set for ourselves. How, in your view, do you think we can unite and collaborate to ensure that we attain the goals that we've set for ourselves as a continent? I think uh, the, uh, number one is coordination. We need to coordinate, we need to create uh, subsidiarity, we need to create synergy on our programs, and we have the structure, we have the platform. From the continental, we have the, you engage from the continental, the regional, and at the national level. The way we are working here, they are all, we are all here. Continental, we, the framework, so we organize this, uh, this uh, retreat. The uh, regional, because at continental, we, we say African Union is continental, but when you talk globally, we say it's the region. But here is a continent. So then we go, we look at the RECs, you know, and then we look at the national. So if all of us are on the same page, all of us are aligned with our program, because the RECs, they have to align their program to the African Union program. Because they say, that's what I say. It is the same, this, the, all the member states are member here, are member there, are member there. You see? So now the RECs, it is true, we need to at time to adopt, adapt to the specific geographic location of each region. That is true. But we don't go out of what we want in terms of indicators, but we can adjust, you know, we say like uh, the island countries, you know, they are not in the land here, they are in the ocean. What are we doing to promote the livelihood, eh, to really unlock the potential? That's why we have the blue economy, uh, uh, the, we have the blue economy the, uh, division in our, in our, in African Union, in my department, to address the issues of the blue economy. And we also, in terms, like, in terms of environment, we have three commissions on our continent where we address all these things, mostly the uh, climatic issues. In terms of, uh, of uh, agriculture, we have our CADEP Malabo, and we, even, we are going to meet uh, uh, next month uh, the, in, uh, in Zambia. We have the CADEP PP with partners, with uh, ministers, all of us, we gather together, and then we, it's not that because we don't do, maybe we don't communicate a lot. But to do, that's why yesterday I said, even African Union should have its own television so that we can start, instead of, you know, depending on CNN, and they will never say good, good, good news. They don't give good news. And when you are in, the, in this type of, uh, like, uh, uh, summit or this, I'm just coming from UNESCO. When you want to say, like, like a country like uh, Morocco, when you look at them in agriculture, they are very far. You know, they're using the new technologies, innovation, drones, and this. So those are the type of uh, examples, you know, that we also need to put it in table. Eh? Those are good lessons, Len, you know. It's not, Africa is not only bad, bad news. They're good news, you know. A country like Ghana, they're doing very well. Here, where we are, in, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, uh, Kigali, Rwanda, they are doing very well in terms of agriculture. Their performance, they are always the first. So those are the type of uh, you know communication we need to communicate because these people, uh, this country, align themselves with Kadep Malabo. 
in their national development program. So it makes them easier. The people will say, no, Rwanda is a small country. It might be a small country, but it's a big population because there are some countries that are big. They don't have the population that Rwanda has. So the demand for all these things in terms of uh, uh, food, in terms of medicine, they are huge. You know, they are used, so that is why uh, we need to have our own communication to communicate in good examples, culture, culturally, you know, culture, football, all the domains of the sectors of our economy. You know, we need, we need, we, we need to start, uh, you know, really creating awareness that Africa and the cared of Africa are also valuable the way the cared of the Occident or the global, the global North are. Ambassador Joseph Asako, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak to us. And we wish you all the best in the second 10-year plan of Agenda 2063. I thank you for the opportunity.